It's 8 a.m. Good morning. What's up, Jordan? What's up, Joe? This is Jordan and Joe. <laughs> this and is the 8 a.m. shift. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. That's good to hear. I watched Creed <laughs> 2 recently. Guess what? So did I. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you guys haven't guessed, this is <laughs> we're going to be talking about Creed 2 a little bit. Uh, should we try to avoid uh, spoilers for the uh, the shifters? Yeah, let's try to like dance around that like a butterfly if we can. All right, so when this person shows up... No. <laughs> um... You know, give me your initial uh, response to to Creed, Creed 2, I okay. should say. Well, so total transparency, I watched Creed 1 on Hulu, so I never really got the full effect. So I watched Creed 2. Oh, you mean you didn't see it in theaters? Yeah, I didn't see it in oh, theaters. So I watched Creed 2 in theaters, Right. so the feeling um, was much more... You know, it was much more profound watching it in theaters. And right. then I realized that the reason I kind of like Creed 2 a little more than Creed 1, and I know I'm in the minority here. You definitely are. Yeah, the reason <laughs> I like Creed 2 more than Creed 1 is because I watched Creed 2 in theaters. So I definitely know I'm in the minority, but, you know, bear with because, it, I don't know, it, it gave me, like, all the feelings. It gave me so many feelings. <laughs> Jordan yeah. had the feels. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, there is always that, like, theater effect. Like, you saw something. It was, like, an experience, you know? Uh, I saw both in theaters. <laughs> um, I will say that I definitely think Creed 1 is the better film, but Creed 2 does some stuff, man. There's, there's like you said, there are some definite feelings going on uh, while watching that movie. Uh, I will say, it was funny. So, like, in the beginning, like, let's say, you know, the opening opening, I actually, I dug. Uh, the the I, Everybody knows, this isn't a spoiler, Ivan Drago is back. If you've seen a trailer, you know. So the opening, the Drago open, I liked, even though I still think they're Creed opening is better it's much more like when you see him like as that little kid and he's like fighting right and then just comes creed comes up on the screen man i, I could feel the tears like welling up <laughs> but uh i like the opening up but there's an opening fight in the beginning of the film and that's when i was kind of like i was a little worried uh you could see that uh um steven uh cable jr the director of creed 2 uh, not a bad director. I'm going to put this out there now so nobody, like, destroy me. But he's not Ryan Coogler, man. And there's sort of throughout the film, there's these little touches that you're just like, these are the different, at least from a directing standpoint, these are the differences. Like, Coogler is a... I'll say, at least in my opinion, this again, not saying he's a bad director, but Kugel is a much better director than he is. And I think that shows in the film sometimes. But that being said, there are still some really, really powerful moments that he handles well. And I think it makes the film hold up, you know, like uh, so even though I have some issues with like some clunky story elements here or there. Especially towards the, the beginning of the film, maybe like the first act of the film. Uh once you get to a certain point, man, you're just kind of along for the ride. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I was along for the ride the whole time. <laughs> so you just, like, loved it, right? Beginning to end, like, in love? Yeah, I think, um, you know, much like The Haunting of Hill House, Right. you know, I'm in a very uh, interesting place in my life right now. Right. So there was a lot in Creed 2 that I knew they were definitely going to draw upon. Right. Um and I think what was significant too is that like 
this is this is kind of like this was actually the movie I think when people had uh, like initially mentioned that they were going to do a Creed movie, right? Or Creed franchise, if you will. There was an expectation that that moment that he was going to have to face the guy that killed his father. Right. I don't consider that a spoiler alert because I mean we all know this is the sequel to this. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> right. you don't get Creed the franchise without Rocky Four. So like if this is a spoiler to you, then I'm sorry. I don't really tell you. <laughs> you go on Wikipedia, look it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I don't feel bad bad for anybody that doesn't know what happened to Rocky Four by this point. No. It was uh, made in like nineteen eighty seven guy. I'm sorry. You know. Um so I think this was kind of like validation for like that 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 like legit sequel element, right? You know, and much like how a lot of mo- a lot of like movies now are going through that TV t- televisionification process, right? This is kind of validation of that, right. right? Because you know the 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 logical franchise extension, if you will, would be him fighting Ivan Drago's son in creed one right they chose not to do that right you know which is like you know the same as say like the dark knight where you would think he's gonna fight the joker in the first one but they're smart about it. they're like right. no we're gonna wait to the second one right you know it, it and it's for so late the thing is is if you know the genesis of like the creed films uh the, and this is where the sort of filmmaker story element like that whole issue like sort of comes into play so the first creed was not like a studio thing ryan coogler like came up with this story pitched it and they were like wow this is great so it was never supposed to be like a franchise continuation i mean obviously it is but it's not like the studio was like looking for this continuation of the franchise right right right. creed 2 is most definitely a continuation of the franchise right and it's it's written by stallone or co-written by stallone and has that like rocky sequel feel you know what i'm saying and i think that's where i think besides the directing i think that's where creed also surpasses creed too is that that script was it's not that like classic stallone written sequel to a rocky film it was just a film that like ryan coogler was like I have an idea for this. I think it could work. And it became this like awesome film. Um, Creed 2, though, I thought was awesome by, uh, like I said, like around the second act that really swept me up and I was just kind of along for the ride throughout. It definitely has that like, this is a Stallone product. Here are some of these Stallone scenes here, you know, and if I had to hear... Uh, Drago say break you or break him one more time. I was gonna lose it. I was like, okay, we get it. He said, I will break you in Rocky Four. <laughs> Stop making him say this every like three lines in the movie. You know, um, <laughs> when I was coming out of the movie, I think it was the most meta Rocky movie I've ever seen. Really, Creed Two? Uh, well, let me meta- explain yourself. Okay, <laughs> meta in the sense that I, I didn't, you know, I, total transparency. I haven't watched all the Rocky movies. <laughs> but 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 there's a particular scene when um Ivan and um, his son's name is escaping me right Victor now. Drago. V- Victor Drago. Victor. <laughs> this son? I mean, like, Ivan Drago and just think of the most generic Russian names you can think. Ivan Drago and Ivan Drago Jr. Right. Um, <laughs> Ivan Drago Jr. That's um, Victor V I K T O R. They go to Philadelphia. And they're at the the Rocky statue, right. the real life Rocky statue, right. which is back. 
Yeah. They like got rid of it and brought it back. How could they get rid of it? They did. For a while, they were like, we don't want this. And I, then they like kind of changed their minds. My goodness. I'm, I'm disappointed Geno's didn't try to build their own. <laughs> like right in front of the... Uh, he's got like a cheesesteak in <laughs> one glove. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um... So yeah, there's a part where like people are like taking selfies in front of this statue, right, right. And, they're, and like, they're doing the pose. Yeah, they're doing yeah, the yeah. pose too. And I was like, did they really do that? Like they 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 legit like <laughs> put the statue <laughs> of the guy of the guy of the guy who the franchise is based around. Like they made this a, a point to put this in this movie. So not only is this real life statue. Which is an homage to like a movie character, <laughs> right? Now this the statue is in the movie as an homage to this fictional character inside the movie. <laughs> like, that's pretty meta, if you ask me. I mean, the statue's been in other films before. It's been in other Rocky movies before, but it's like it was at its best, I think, <laughs> at that moment when you see like Drago looking at it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I this think, is I, the man yeah. that's ruined my life. Right. And then on top of that, I think the fact that like back when in the other movies, like, you know, people didn't really have, didn't people didn't do selfies. This, you know, as much right, as the fact right, that people right. are using, doing that now. <laughs> like taking like, selfies with the pose. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And yeah. it's like, as they're doing it, you're like, wait, the picture is probably really on social media somewhere of someone that was <laughs> in the movie taking a <laughs> selfie, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> I, re- I actually, I, I do remember liking that moment a lot because it's just kind of like, e- even though it's like... It's hammy. It's a little It's hammy, hammy but it, it kind of works, man. And to be honest, man, I loved seeing Dolph Lundgren like back, like kind of like, I wouldn't say chewing up the scenery, <laughs> but just like back in a movie that kind of means something that's not an Expendables movie, <laughs> you know? True. But uh, it's just like... That scene I kind of like, but I can also see somebody thinking like that's maybe one of the clunkier scenes in the movie. Uh, but there, there's just like the big, especially in, and it's kind of throughout, but especially in that first act, there's like these real clunky scenes that feel kind of like forced. Like when he wins again, uh, you know, minor spoiler, but not really because it's like kind of in the like right in the beginning of the film. But like Creed wins the heavyweight title, uh, Adonis Creed, and that fight is not shot that great there's like not much excitement to it and I was part of me was trying to like give him a pass and be like well you know Adonis doesn't really feel that excited about it which he talks about later so maybe that's why but I just feel like it just wasn't shot that well and it just wasn't really executed that well but other fight scenes in later in the film come off much better so I was like he is capable so I don't know but there's a clunkiness to the beginning that I think I don't want to be beating a dead horse here, but like I think just sort of knocks the film down a peg and and why it doesn't surpass Creed, at least to me. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, for anyone that loves Creed, the first one, you know, I I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. Right. You know, but you're also talking to a guy that thinks uh, Rocky Rocky IV (laughs) has a lot of salient points. Rocky (laughs) IV is an example of instead of making a good movie, make a bad one because either way you're going to have, people are going to mem- remember it. Right, right. And trust me, there's a certain part of Creed 2 where the door opens and, you know, it's someone from Rocky's past. Right. I'm not going to say who, but I'm not even thinking about the person. I'm thinking to myself, yo, is that robot from Rocky Four going to be <laughs> behind that door? <laughs> it's funny though because it's like you said, 
You you can't you make a good point because you say yeah, the, they, the fucking robot from <laughs> not the, not about the robot, but you say you know they were like let's make a bad movie but people are gonna remember it anyway. But you can Rocky four and five right five is awful five's a bad movie but it's not a movie that's necessarily remembered with the exception of like super fans but like Rocky four transcended its badness you, you, you know what I it's it because there's. Like I said, it's. I've said this in the past and in, in previous uh, episodes. It's like four long montages, but it all kind of works. They knew how to use that imagery, man, to like capture you. The robot, Paulie, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and didn't have like one of the best soundtracks ever. Uh, uh, it's, soundtrack's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that was the one with the. There's no easy way. There's no easy, easy way. Right. <laughs> um, going the distance. Yeah. Was. I have the tiger in four. I have the tiger is three. Three. Yeah. Which is also a questionable one from... I love three. I know a lot of people, <laughs> love, I know a lot of people love it, I'm just saying that's also... some For some people, they're like, that's when it was starting to get a little... I To be honest, for me, it, it doesn't actually become like bad script for the most part right. until four. But even... But I love four. Like I said, right. four works just as... Works as a film, even though the script isn't necessarily there. Five is awful. Like, to me, five is is the lowest on the totem pole. Rocky Balboa is better than five, even though I think Balboa has some issues too. There's one of the like worst scenes in any Rocky movies in Rocky Balboa, where this like, girl starts berating her in the bar. It's, I mean, her <laughs> berating Rocky in the bar. It's pretty bad. Uh, but Rocky five, lowest of the totem pole, totem pole hands down. <laughs> like the movie is awful. The only like redeemable quality of that movie is the fist fight at the end of the movie. Got you. Got you. And... Oh, living in America. That's what I was looking forward to. In living in, in America. America. You wanted that. <laughs> I was really hoping for that moment. Never got it. Uh, there was a couple of moments like throughout. Like um, there's a fight towards the end of the film, and there's like one. Um, somebody sings a song like the, as the lead into the ring, and I was kind of like. This is a little corny, but like that's that's that that's the lone touch. You well, know? you know what else? That moment that you're describing. One reason I kind of gave it the pass was because I was in a theater. Like the whole, you, you're you're not even looking forward to like the setup of it. You're just looking forward to the fight at that right, moment. Right. And that's why, I, like, I was watching. If I was watching this on TV, I'd probably be like, "Why is that in there?" <laughs> your bathroom break. No. <laughs> but if you're yeah, if you're in a theater, you're like, "All right, well, you know," because like you know what he what Joe's describing is right before the final fight. Right. And me, I was like pumped, man. I was like, you know, I was like, I think I was almost ready to start beating my chest. And <laughs> I was like, chill, chill, chill. But, you know, I, I went to go watch this at the um, theater on Court Street in Brooklyn. And I had one of the best crowds ever. Who were all like, you know, <laughs> into it. They yeah, were yeah. so into it. They felt it. They felt they, they were, I mean, they felt it beating my chest <laughs> right now. They felt it. They felt it. Um, I, you know what I think was missing for me from this? What? There was no, um, if he dies, he dies moment. No, but see, I don't want that. Like, uh, like I said, he he said I'll break him too many times. Like, I don't need. Like, we get it. It's connected to Rocky Four. I what don't. If, what if Stallone said it? What if Stallone was just no. Like <laughs> you want to know what though? There are a couple connections to Rocky Four that I think we used that were done geniusly in the film, and actually, and there's one that we will not that I don't want to spoil exactly. But like, let's just say this: there are. I think the la there's two fights in the film 
that I think were handled so well, and this is from a writing standpoint, handled so well, and they're like different from any fights we've seen in a Rocky film before. And I was like, that's great. Like, that's what I wanted. Like, I've never seen this done in a fight in a Rocky film before. And I, I loved that. And, uh, and I think that's where, that's where the film really like swept me. And it's not even just on the fights. Like I think the stuff with, um, uh, the, the relationship stuff between Adonis and, um, what's his Bianca yeah. is, yeah. I think I, I, uh, I thought that that story thread was great. Like I really like that. And then just the fact, which I'm sure you probably have in your notes, the film is very much about like fatherhood yeah. and like, you yep. know, um, and, I think sort of bringing Adonis into that fold, I think, is uh, right. a great element to the film, um, and all of that stuff really works. And that's in in Act Two is when that all really starts to st- like wrap right, up, and right. that's when I was like, okay, now now I'm on board for this ride. We kind of Act One, you kind of needed to get through some stuff that was like, all right, we're setting this up, we're setting this up, we're setting this up. This is where we're at, and it felt like a lot of setup. Where like you don't really where like the setup in Creed works so well, the setup in Creed Two to me is a, is is just a little messy. Yeah, I mean one thing I realized too is that, and this is something your brother brought up to me was that the structure is like a hybrid of like Rocky Three and Rocky Four. Right. And definitely for sure. Yeah, and I think, like I admit, like that that was like sort of clunky in a way too right. because it, it, it's like the thing is like you know they're not gonna give you like one fight with. Right with um, Victor Drago. Right, you know what I mean. Like they, you know, they're not gonna give you one fight. Like, right, like so you already know going into it, he's gonna lose the first the first one. So if you if you if you think that's a spoiler, just think about it really practically. Like doesn't like this movie doesn't go on for like two hours without. Right, and then the thing is, is is it doesn't necessarily fall out that play out that way, and that's why I thought it was smart in right, how they right. handled those two fights right. because that's not how it plays out. Like you understand, there can't be one fight, but it doesn't play out exactly the way you think it exactly. would play out, and that's what I loved about the, those elements. Um, but like, it, it's the beginning suffers from some uh, from some of the criticisms that. The, the Star Wars films have gotten. I think you can do the Did same thing for Creed, Creed slash Rocky to Star Wars. It's happening, man. <laughs> Creed slash Rocky. It's ha- no, but you know how like, and I personally don't the, necessarily the Rocky Cinematic Universe. The Rocky Cinematic Universe. There's there. Can you believe there's a Rocky Cinematic Universe now? Uh, <laughs> there's um, you can make you know like how people there are uh, some of the um, Star Wars films, especially Force Awakens, have kind of come under that criticism that. It's like a rehashing of previous films. The setup, the beginning for that film, for Creed 2, suffers from that same thing. To me, it feels like a rehashing yeah. of some of that stuff. And the setup is just kind of that same thing. So, And it's just a little, it's a, I, it's I, a little bit messier. And right. I'm not going to lie, some of the dialogue that I feel like you can kind of tell some of the lines that like Stallone had and some of the lines that uh, the other writer who I'm forgetting <laughs> wrote the film right now. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to remember at the time. I got to uh, fight him. <laughs> I have no choice. Your father said the exact same words and he died right there. <laughs> Look at you, my man. Arms. But it's just like you could tell like, yeah, Stallone writing for some of these characters 
didn't necessarily work at points right like it's just uh, it doesn't feel like something those characters would say but it feels like something stallone would say and it's just a little weird but um but again the those two the two fights and sort of the everything in between those two fights really 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 works and it right. really pushes those like rocky fan buttons but also works just like as a solid story I right I, mean, I agree i like what you said about the father son element um and to me it was kind of almost symbolic it was almost been like um, emblematic in the actual um title of being creed 2 kind of the notion that okay this is this movie's a sequel but it's a sequel that deals with these father son elements that right. were lingering from you know rocky four um and exemplifying it in many ways right um and that's kind of i guess the point i was trying to make about like the first one where it's like they they could have written a script where he's fighting drago right in the first one, but they didn't and they were smart holding off on that right, i think that right, was like right. one thing that really stood out to me because it re- really adds to um uh michael b jordan's performance and you know especially as he's embracing his characters embracing right fatherhood and it's funny because I when I first heard that it was going to be um uh you know him fighting Drago or or Victor Drago Ivan Drago's son I was like uh like of course like of course here's here we go but they really really made it work and I think though that father hood element because you have basically three stories of three fathers right it's sort of uh, you know approaching things in different ways and that really sort of melds all that stuff and makes that story work so instead of it just being like some corny like Drago was in Russia training his prodigy and you know like all of Russia was behind him and you know it's, it's the same exact story as you saw in four only with his son we didn't get that they made it's a completely different backstory and there's this and there's a story between those two characters even though it's not really their their film which i also appreciate right right no i agree with you on there man i mean that's that's one thing i really really stood out to it i mean there's also um like i guess other finer points for me where um, there's certain certain like particular scenes right one thing i loved was the part where he has to sit he has to sit down with his mom and explain to her uh, like you know what he's planning to do. Right. I think everyone's had that moment where so like Adonis sitting down with the Felicia Rashad. Right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and you know, like everyone's had that moment where like, they're going to tell their mother, like you made a decision that they're not going to be happy with. Right. You know, um, there's a part at the gym where he's tearing up and I'm not going to, re- I'm not going to repeat what his character says, even though I thought it was pretty funny when he says it in, <laughs> in the movie. But he does a few punches and he just starts tearing up. You know, he's looking at his daughter because, you know, this is really, really important to him. Right. I mean, that feeling of um, having to be built back up, that feeling of, um, you know, kind of like feeling insufficient. And this is and like, also needing to like live up to a name. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. And like that's like when I was said, saying earlier about, you know, I've kind of been going through it and... You know, sometimes you need to have those experiences like outside of the quote unquote ring or outside of, you know, what you're doing initially and like kind of get built back up on on different terms, but also be cognizant of like, you know, the competition. And the right, process, right, right. You know, and so like that kind of for some reason really like I almost started tearing up 
<laughs> the fact that uh, the film can resonate with you in that way, you know, I think means that they achieved something, you know, because there's plenty of films out there that, you know, maybe could have similar story elements, but if not handled properly, you're just going to be like, eh. You know, yeah. but that the, the the film really gets you, man. Like this, uh, the scene you're talking about when he's like sitting there with his like young, in, uh, this is Adonis, like with his young infant daughter. And again, I think in the trailer we see that Bianca's pregnant, but <laughs> sorry if we're spoiling that for you. It's, it's not like the hugest uh, spoiler of the film here. Um, that scene is is, is powerful like yeah. when he's sitting there and he has to like deal with certain things and he it's sort of him just coming to a realization of like what he needs to to do in life and sort of the next steps he needs to take in life. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember just watching that like you know <laughs> got a little something in my uh, in my eye. <laughs> um, it was a. Uh, 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 it's a it's a pretty powerful film if you sort of open yourself to it and yeah. like are able to take it in. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty powerful film, which is not easy to achieve with a sequel. Especially, tech, it technically it's a sequel to Creed, but it's also like the yeah. seventh film. Yeah, <laughs> like that's true. In a series of films, I mean, few few series were able to achieve that, with the exceptions of I don't know, Revenge of the Nerds and Police Academy. <laughs> Oh, Police Academy. I've had many arguments about the sequels to Police Academy and a good friend of mine who loves them. I hate them. <laughs> you want to know what was one of the things that like I really... This <laughs> is just like a stupid like little side note. But uh, I wanted to see like... There was like one photo of Duke in there, Tony Burton, like he was Apollo's old trainer. And I really wanted to see some sort of like, I don't know, I wanted a little more of him, especially since like you have his son in the film. Right, right. <laughs> and it was like, even like during the, the end credits, they like would, they like show Rocky and it's like an old clip of him. Right, but then they right, show right. his son and, but no Duke. And I was like, come on, <laughs> give me some Duke. <laughs> but, uh, cause he's such a big part of the series. Like he, was in i believe all up to five if right. i remember correctly because right. I, I think he's in a little bit of five too um but yeah so uh you have any uh like last thoughts on creed two <laughs> just get out there and see it get out there and see it thank you thank you wallace killmonger <laughs> aka michael b jordan for crushing it with yet another movie it was funny there was even like there's that moment where rocky's like <laughs> there's like a training sequence like in the desert and i was like loved it i was like how does rocky know about this place <laughs> but then it's like as it's going along you're like this is great man i love it <laughs> exactly 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 <laughs> so it's like this moment there was this like this moment of hesitance but then i was kind of like oh man i'm, I'm along for a ride i'll take it <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> um and it's just like another like classic um rocky training sequence right, so right. is great but um anyway you know uh i'd say get out there and check it out shifters if you haven't seen it i think creed 2 is definitely worth watch i would say see creed if you haven't seen it um and rocky 4 <laughs> and Rocky Four, actually, it's kind of true. Like, even though you can you understand it, it would be good to like have that backstory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Stephen Cable Jr. did a good job 
with sort of a hard task. And even yeah. though I think there's some stumbling in the beginning and uh, as a whole, maybe not necessarily directed as well as Creed, I think he did a good job and, um, you know, put out another uh, awesome installment to the, uh, the Rocky right. cinematic universe. Yeah. The RCU. The RCU. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think that's another one in the bag, right? Yep. Uh, shifters, shifters out. Shifters out. <laughs> It's 8 a.m.